everyone. Welcome to the Charvak Podcast. This is your host, Kushal Mehra. All right. So my guest today is Mita Deshmukh. And we are here to discuss the political landscape of Maharashtra. A lot of things are happening in Maharashtra. And as a as a native of Maharashtra, along with Smita, I have to say, Dekho, humara kitna mazak udate the. Humne kitni entertainment di last do mahino mein. So Smita, welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Kushal, for having me. Yeah, it's non-stop, na? Yeah, and, and see, you know, to all those haters who say that Delhi is entertainment, hoti hai, look at Punjab providing entertainment, look at all those haters, see how much entertainment our state has provided. We gave you all India tourism from Gujarat to Assam, <laughs> where all we went. Goa. <laughs> to Goa. Yeah, so so you know to uh, to everyone out there, you know you know Maharashtra is still one of the most relevant states in India. We still have one of the largest economies, and we still have one of the largest entertainment questions too. But Smita, this is your first time on the podcast, so I'll request you let us begin with you telling everyone a little bit about yourself, please. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me, Kushal. Actually, I'm a journalist by profession. I always wanted to be in journalism, and after almost twenty-two uh, years. Uh, in journalism, when I was with the Indian Express, the Times, the DNA, I went into communications. And um, I must say that the 2014 elections, um, Lok Sabha, as well as the Vidhan Sabha elections, I, I covered it as, you know, representing a political party in the public relations space. Um, I'm now a media professor and, uh, you know, conducting a lot of seminars and, um, you know, uh, podcasts for my students. Um, which are quite across India now. So I really have a space of journalism, PR, um, and education and communication. So maybe my question to you is, how does, uh, what's the difference in journalism, PR? With due respects to journalists and journalism, there are many good journalists out there. But where does journalism stop and PR start? Actually, it's a it's a very thin line now, and I can absolutely you know understand the dilemma of of modern journalists because what would they do the the lines between I remember um, and some of my colleagues who are still pretty active in journalism would remember that what, I was one of the first person to leave Times of India Group uh, in two thousand five because we had the concept of paid news. Um, there was this whole company formed called MediaNet where you know anybody can pay and get uh, their stories. Um, in the newspaper and I was quite horrified I was one of the they said I was one of the first high profile person to leave and um, we we thought that we would eventually wanted to start like a parallel you know a paper called DNA which was pretty successful those days but today paid news is everywhere and the fact that it is not even flagged um, you know it's it's something it's a, one of my biggest uh, you know pet peeves in uh, for modern journalism and when I went into PR I was aghast to see that how much space is available, you know, for people. And um, I must say that political PR is an absolutely fascinating subject. I teach this subject. I'm I'm in the in the business. So it's it's absolutely fascinating. All right. So, let, let, so, uh, so today, obviously, we are going to look at what has happened recently. But the aim I reached out to you is because, you know, you are born and raised in Mumbai. You study Shivasena. Uh, and you are you have observed Shivasena and Maharashtra politics from a very close uh, perspective. And uh, while we keep in mind that 
today's podcast is going to be a more macro perspective about Maharashtra politics eventually. But I still want to start with what has gone down in the last two months for, you know, in case somebody was living under a rock. So this is what has happened basically. So Maharashtra had gone into elections and uh, BJP and Shivasena were together and NCP and Congress were together before the elections. The people voted and then suddenly... Uh, Shivasena went with uh, NCP and Congress and formed what is called the Mahavikas Agadi. And then recently, uh, you know, there was a coup inside Shivasena where Eknath Shinde, uh, who is a very tall, and, and I'll, I'll ask Mita to basically explain who Eknath Shinde is and who is, uh, what his history is and what his political pedigree in Maharashtra politics is. But Eknath Shinde took a certain number of MLAs and now they have broken the Shivasena apparently and they have formed a new government now with the BJP and we are back in. Having said that, uh, Smita, your initial comments on what has gone down in the last two months. So how do you feel as a native Maharashtrian? So I always, you know, one of the things I used to be discussing is that um, if you ask me, I, I'm not at all, I was never surprised because I always felt that the change in Maharashtra is going to happen after a vertical split in Shiv Sena. Um, and we were wondering when, and we always used to say, oh my God, three months have passed, maybe now, maybe now. Because whoever's watching Maharashtra politics would know that the way um, Eknath Shinde was treated by by his political master. I mean, we have we have stories where Eknath Shinde was invited, you know, to address the Sena MLAs or to guide them. And when he was entering the Vidhan Sabha, suddenly he gets a call, uh, uh, please don't come. Or um, some, uh, Aditya Thakre was going to Uttar Pradesh and all these MLAs were going along with him and suddenly they were told that, no, 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 you can't go to Ayodhya. It is going to be Aditya Thakre. It was just a matter of time that, you know, Eknath Shinde. So you have to understand where people like Eknath Shinde come from or people like Narayan where they come from. These are hardworking, hardcore Hindutvavadi Shiva Sainiks, you know, and extremely loyal to the Hindutva ideology, extremely loyal to Barasai. So this is the card. And so, so the mistake which uh, Uddhav Thakre made was amongst all the other mistakes was to underestimate, you know, the power of somebody like Eknath Shinde to take people along with him. Majority of the senior Sena leaders continued in this Mahavika Sagadi because they saw their leader was not Uddhav Thakre, their leader was Eknath Shinde. Whatever happened, they all used to rally around Eknath Shinde and Eknath Shinde tolerated a lot of shit. I'll give you an example. I mean, he is handling, if you're from Mumbai, you would know that in Mumbai, the one of the biggest ministry would be the you know the PWD and the people yes. who are handling the MMRDA. This is where all the plum projects are. Now he used meetings of his ministry used to be held in his absence, and it was the interference of the Yuva Sena led by Aditya Thakre and his cousin Varun Sardesai who, you know, it was historically known that, you know, they had taken an office opposite the MMRDA building and all the meetings used to be held there in that office, even in, in the absence of Eknath Chinda. I mean, he, he has admitted it openly. Even Ajit Pawar, who was our uh, deputy chief minister, he used to hold meetings 
in Eknath Shinde's portfolio. I mean, you know, I I always wondered how long for for all journalists in Maharashtra who may not admit it, it was just a matter of time that the hardcore Shiv Sainiks, leaders like Eknath Shinde, who had tremendous interference in their ministries, who were the other leaders, the funds, you know, that, that distribution of funds was 70 or 71% to NCP, another 15, 20% to the Congress and the remaining to the Shiv Sena. So at, at the local level, you are fighting the NCP with whom you are in government. Your own boss is sidelining you. Okay. And you, the, the old Shiv Sainiks are rallying around you. It was just a matter of time that, you know, either you suffer like this and you know you have to you have to go back to the people for the mandate. These are mass leaders. Ushal, this is very important for people to understand. The Thakreyas are not mass leaders. It is the people like Ekna Chinde who are the mass leaders. Naran Rane, people like Naran Rane who are the mass leaders. Chagan Bhujbal is a mass leader who left Sena. So when people like them gather, obviously there will be a great sense of insecurity. And I think that really displayed. I feel that in my heart, I feel Uddhav Thakre knew that Ekna Chinde will take this step, but he never, he completely underestimated his strength. Yeah, but uh, let's say for the benefit, uh, I always like to work with the assumption that people may not know these names. Uh, so can you tell uh, everybody a little bit about the background of Ekna Chinde, who is, where he comes from, how did he rise to relevance in Maharashtra politics? The rise of relevance, he comes from the Western Maharashtra belt and the hard work. So, you know, another thing which is very important for people to know in the Thane district, where Shiv Sena came uh, because of their iconic leader uh, called Anand who was like the, you know, he was literally the undisputed king of Thane. People, during Anandike's regime, people would say that he was like the Balasaheb Thakre of Thane. He had that kind of... Aaj bhi photos hai unki mein, logon ke thane mein. There is a great movie which came, uh, you know, pretty controversial because the, because uh, uh, Anandike was shown respect by everybody in Sena, including Raj Thakre and Uddhav Thakre had issues with Anandike. And Ekna Chinde is the political prodigy of Anandige. His entire career is modeled over the Anandige work culture. And the other part, you know, which I find it extremely shocking that it has come from Uddhav Thakre and his the minions around him, is this complete insult to the entire, these 40 people calling them, oh, you know who these people are, no? They are the dirt from the, you know, from the, uh, from the sewage, you know, these are the people. And who are these people? They are auto drivers. Ekla Chinde was an auto driver. Some of them were, you know, people who would supply milk. Those milk wallas in the morning, the sabzi wallas. But they were the Shiv Sainiks. Those were the people who were in and around and completely taken by Anand and of course with Bala Sahib. So if you decide that you don't want these people, I think there'll be no Shiv Sena. Because Shiv Sena was the party of the hardworking, working class Maharashtrians. If you take and if you insult them by saying, oh my God, you know, oh my God, these are all sabzi wallas and these are all rickshaw wallas. And this is exactly the, the insult part was that something which finally was the, you know, nail in the coffin. Yeah, but it's fascinating that, you know, it coming from a party like Shiv Sena that literally is built on the idea of 
a people's movement yeah people will say it was propped up by the congress as a you know an answer to the communists in the 1960s i get all that i get i understand all that but in its heart shiv sena had a a linguistic uh, identity it had a religious identity obviously the religious identity came much later just before the ram janmabhoomi movement now whatever people want to say bala saheb uh, genuinely believed in it or he thought that it is useful to uh, latch on to the hindutva movement i don't know about that i am willing to go with the former I, I, not the I latter believe, i believe that bala saheb thakre uh, i would i would say 50 50 he did latch on but by that time by the by the time the ramjan the bhumi the shivsena and bjp were together there were two major architects of the shivsena bjp alliance which was one was gopinath mudde big obc leader and of course pramod mahajan was like a star campaigner a big leader in the bjp they knitted this alliance together and i remember you know this this whole if you look at the political landscape in the 80s you know you had uh, sharad pawar who became actually what sharad pawar did to asandara patel in 78 Uh, very similar what what Ekna Chinde has done to Uddhav Thakre here is that he he became the youngest chief minister. He actually backstabbed Vasundhara Patil, and then over a period of time, Sharad Pawar was in and out of Congress, but he came back to Congress in the late eighties, eighty seven, and the the defense was Shiv Sena and BJP are coming closer, and they have to be contest. This alliance has to be contested. that was the big sharad pawar uh, uh, you know slogan to come back to congress i uh, this thing so around that time uh, the shiv sena knew that you know somewhere the ram janmabhoomi was the platform to go national and bala saheb thakre took complete like you know he was a big supporter of the irati yatra and he he literally came you know at the forefront of the national politics for his support and of course we knew the riots and everything which happened after that he was the center center of i would say at the one of the tallest leaders of maharashtra politics in the early 90s yeah but but interestingly then how does it deal uh, so don't you think joining the mahavikas agadi i mean what does it do to the psyche of the average shivasenik who is a hindutvavadi the average shivasenik whether we like it or not or whether which side of the political spectrum the listeners viewers of this podcast are the average shivsenik was very much hindutvavadi they were for hindutva now which brand of hindutva was theirs is a subject that can be debated you know till the cows come home as they say that's not the issue here but the point is that by joining uh, ncp and uh, and uh, congress how much of a damage a psychological damage did uddhav thakre do to the average shivsenik so i have a feeling which you know i always say this as somebody who's known him for a very long time um i genuinely believe that uddhav thakre never really understood his father in terms of his father's politics you know he tries to always present the kind of a centrist view um which really doesn't exist in the shiv sena let us let us understand this who what is shiv sena it is the party it's a regional political party which which i would say their hindutva was even radical even during the vajpayee advani time bala saheb thakre was the tallest hindutva leader he was called as you know hindu ruday samrat uh you know he he has said some of the most i mean the the mainstream english media was he used to be called fascist and hitler and you know all the kind of words which were always 
assigned which came to modi from 2014 was actually for bala saheb so to even presume that the average shiv sainik is going to be even comfortable to sit next to ncp and congress is you know it was just so stupid to even expect that but i'll tell you the big the biggest shift which happened within the shiv sena post bala saheb thakre's death which is almost a decade now that the family became the party it is the thakre family which is the shiv sena and the the shift within the family now who does this who did this shift was it uddhav thakre was it uh, the uddhav thakre's family members we you know it's it can be all speculated but the biggest shift was balasaheb thakre was the remote control he says my family members will never contest elections but in the uddhav thakre uh, shivasena it was uddhav thakre the family became the party like the the entire reign of power executive power has to be in the in the family and that was the thought process so this whole thing now you know why did uh, you know if eknath shinde would have told me and i would have i would have made him the chief minister according to me this is my thing uddhav thakre would have never made anybody the chief minister uddhav thakre wanted to become the chief minister he knew that it is not going to happen mr pawar saw uh, you know a, a, a shift in the in the approach within the shiv sena where the where the family becomes the party he saw there was an ambition to become the chief minister and as mr pawar does he smelled an opportunity and he he constructed rather deconstructed this alliance and right from day one i'm telling you i have seen the shiv senics you know and then you know, everybody wants power power corrupts absolute power absolutely corrupts and they were quite they were uncomfortable but they decided that you know they are going to go with it yeah and going with it is uh, is the right answer here because they had no option because obviously you know with power comes in a lot of money i don't know how else to say it and it's it's eventually all about money but now let us get into the shiv sena and its future now now what do you think is going to happen it's quite clear that you know there are recently the news are coming that even in navi mumbai certain corporators have started revolting and going in favor of um, uh, eknath shinde i think it is uh, kushal it's it's actually you know i i call it the most non violent political coup ever in the history of independent maharashtra right from 19 <laughs> we have seen lot of coups actually because we have seen how you know there were issues when yashwantrao sahan became our first chief minister then you know the whole saga till 9 i would say the whole saga till 2012 2013 has been pawar and thakre pawar and thakre you know that whole battle if you see the entire uh, maharashtra politics but now this is from a party which will never take anything lying down they will come they will hit you they will slap you they will you know put black color on your face including journalists activists here is is a party which is systematically falling you know like a pack of cards literally so you will have you already have the thane municipal corporation where 66 corporators have shifted there are 67 corporators we don't know who is the one person who has been on this side same with navi mumbai same with kalyan dombivli so it is like the pack of cards is coming down step by step every day the only thing left which is there i call them you know their financial pulse 
the money which comes from the richest civic corporation in the country which is the you know it's it's a standing committee which is sitting on something like 60 50000 crores yeah something like that kind of obnoxious amount of money so this is their heart their soul their financial power and this will be contested because that is the crux of the la- you know it's like the last of the mohicans where you'll have to attack them and take it down and I, and i really i'm telling you i will not be surprised that it will be an absolute smooth ride for this uh, bjp this bjp and eknath chinde to sweep the bmc i won't be surprised at all yeah but here's my question what is going to happen in bmc i i was naturally going to come in so you know you did the perfect job for me you you built the segue for me anyway so i was just thinking about bmc elections this has to happen by october maximum by the year end yes. december tak to yes. karna hi padega our be yeah mumbai ka election hamara uh, but the point is so who is shiv sena right now is eknath chinde shiv sena or is uddhav thakre shiv sena shiv sena who is going to get so the symbol I... this is what i believe is going to happen and people will may not like me saying it and probably i am jumping the gun but but uh, uddhav thakre will lose the election symbol uh, uh, eknath chinde yeah eknath chinde will win this battle i won't be surprised i may be jumping the gun and i saying that uddhav thakre may rebrand his party into the lines of the kind of support he has so as of now he's extremely popular in the left liberal circles um uh, you know i i always say this um and i said it once uh, um in a party full of all these liberal journalists i said you know what till october 2019 he was fascist in november 2019 he became the secular liberal face of politics in maharashtra within a month his entire career got a got a shift so i won't be surprised that mr uddhav thakre then rebrands his party into something like a you know a liberal secular a centrist little bit of right little bit of left and in a way it would be perfect for the combination partners that he is looking for because you know for a party like congress for example you know maharashtra politics is, has been maharashtra has been a dominant congress uh, you know force right from 1960 which is now reduced to 44 that 44 number you know is a, a very interesting number for the congress it's the same number of seats they have here in maharashtra and the ncp and now a, perhaps a rebranded uh, you know liberal centrist shiv sena because that is their their support the the hindu support is obviously waning and as we enter uh, you know a phase of the bmc elections you know this this ra agitation of the mumbai metro will further you know kill their the support which the uddhav thakre government you know or the faction has so i won't be surprised that the bala saheb thakre shiv sena will be the eknath chinde shiv shiv sena and uddhav thakre may have to rebrand you know he took this very interesting press conference and where he you know his press con whoever advises him to do these press conferences also i feel it's his biggest enemy because he never says anything he says oh so what if i we lose the uh, symbol we will not lose the symbol but then what's the big deal about the symbol i mean i i didn't quite understand if you are if you are so confident about it but eknath chinde knows he has to take the battle to the t and he will take the battle to the t with the help of fadnavis 
आप थाने में जाओ लोगों के घरों में फोटो मिलेगी आनंद दिगे ठाकुर की फोटो लगी होती है बाकायदा उनके घरों के दीवारों पे और हार चढ़ाया जाता है आनंद दिगे ठाकुर को एंड इफ एक नाथ शिंदे like it or not street, street violence was one of their modus operandi and you just have the gentleman from thane coming in and literally poaching the party over and uh, i know sanjay raut ji has said many things but the point is that sanjay raut ji ends up saying a lot of things but they just they are just words but it's quite obvious where the carder is right the carder has shifted to ekna have you noticed uh, you know i i mean there were signals from i would say the first lockdown you know i never saw i hate to say this but even in the first lockdown where were the shiv sena ambulance service if you are a mumbai kar you would only depend on your local shakha and your yes. local shiv sena ambulances where yeah, please they... explain this more explain the network of shiv sena in mumbai so that so, you know so, our viewers get benefits of that so basab i remember this in my one of my very exhaustive interviews i did with basab and he said that the marathi manus should be taken care of at the grassroots level so it was very interesting like mumbai has 227 municipal wards and in every ward there would be a very big shiva sena shakha and what is what would happen in the shiva the shakha pramukh of the shiva sena shakha is equally powerful as the local municipal councilor okay he will have a network of 
uh, what can you say, um, ambulances, connection with uh, local BMC offices. He was your go-to person. One of my very dear friend was my Shiv Sena Shakha Pramukh near Shivaji Park. And everybody would go into the Shakha was part and parcel. Are, you know, today is a very, some big festival. Come, come. Oh, so my, they, would, they would tell my father, oh, your daughter, no? she's very good. Very good. Achha, you know, my father said, no, 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 no. Go for a while, but come back. You know, he thought that I'm going to go and join the party. So in school, in college, the shakha was the go-to. It was, you know, I always asked Bala Sahib, is this like your own parallel government? He said, ha, hai mera. Shakha Pramukh will be on the spot when anything happens. And it, they were so powerful. But honestly, where were these Shakha Pramukhs and these ambulances during the, uh, the, the pandemic, the first lockdown, the second lockdown? And it was interesting to know that there is a lot of effort, uh, you know, the, to say that Mumbai, the great work done by the MVA. But I must tell you something as somebody who was on the field. The biggest work was not this time done by the Shiv Sena ambulances or the Shakha Pramukhs. God knows where they went after MBA, but it was the RSS workers. And they are the unsung heroes of Mumbai's uh, entire COVID battle, especially places like Dharavi. I mean, nobody has actually given them any you know, credit that they are the ones who actually were on the ground. So they saw that. The second thing they saw was that the MLAs were not even responding. The people actually for the first time saw that the MLAs were not responding to any of their, you know, the, the cries for help. And the third, you know, I don't know whether Uddhav Thakre realizes is that politics is really about perception. This whole thing of, you know, you say something to them, you can be put behind bars. Even in a lockdown, a sitting minister, um, you know, something is written about him on Facebook. He will send some goons in the lockdown, hit that guy very badly. Somebody says something, a former naval officer is, I was, be, you know, like, I, I thought he's going to lose his eye. That there was a guy very close to where I stay who wrote something on Facebook. They went to his house. and So, you know, and putting people behind bars. Trust me, I I have tracked Bayasaheb's entire career. Bayasaheb used to say some of the nasty things, some sexist things against women also. His people would go and beat, beat people up. But I have not seen people being put behind bars. Even So this government crossed over that also. That people could see what the hell is happening. The, and, you know, it was like the like little, little that drop in the ocean. Oh, my God. Now the Shakha Pramukhs have gone. The corporators are gone. The MLAs are gone. The MPs are not visible. It's like the coup waiting to happen. Yeah, and you know, I always used to tell this to people as someone who has worked on the ground in electoral politics in two uh, parliamentary elections, two assembly elections and one municipal election. If you want to understand ground level politics in Mumbai, at least, not that the BJP doesn't do it, but if you want to really get a lesson of Mumbai and Maharashtra ground level politics, especially urban ground level politics, go and work in a Shivasena Shaka. First of all, they're very embracing. Huh? Even if you're a non-Marathi speaking boy, or a girl, they will embrace you. So this entire image of Shiv Sena, no, 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 Marathi nahi aata hai, tumko nahi aana hai, aisa kuch nahi hai, they entertain you, I, they welcome you. 
and i also want to say that you know the the, the after the shakha network and i have been part of it the next biggest network is the the those days was the bharatiya vidyarthi sena which is the uh, the uh, uh, the bjp was the bharatiya vidyarthi sena and the yuva sena which was the shiva sena their network at the college level i first met mala saheb thakre okay at a shiv sena student wing event um you know and uh, which was organized that time the shiv sena leaders at the college level was uh, raj thakre um and there was a guy called suresh gujar who was like our big leader those days and we actually went i met parasap thakre for the first time when i was in college and he imagine at that level he would interact with college student the networking they had in mumbai colleges to attract this talent and so you would first work in shakha then you slowly slowly come to college the the shiv sena would the shiv sena student wing would identify you give you little little work then you start working with the local corporators then you start working with the mlas and this is how you rise yeah it's a very well oiled system yeah it was uh, not in pan maharashtra but at least in the kokan belt and in the urban centers of maharashtra yeah. shiv sena had a very good grassroots network and people who have not studied maharashtra or not lived in maharashtra at least kids like me who are born and raised in mumbai even my father is born and raised in mumbai we we understand the uh, the shiv sena network very well matlab aapko raat ko kuch nahi milega magar shiv sena shakha to pakka milegi udhar to kaam pakka ho hi jata hai kushal how i miss this thing was during covid especially their blood donation drive uh, you know my entire family uh, where, where i grew up you know in, in very close in the in the heart of shiv sena in shivaji park we all used to constantly donate blood because that was also instilled is to have these blood donation camps so you can say of course you cannot compare it with the rss because the rss is much pan india much organized but yeah, shiv sena and, and rss at the ground level how they will you know influence and get the young people to work for them um you know it's it's amazing and i never really saw them i i often ask this question where are these ambulances even today where have they gone disappeared they have vanished from 2019 yeah they've all gone and been parked in the ra lot i guess <laughs> yeah I, I, it's and, and let me tell you as a you know hardcore mumbai kar that i am and i always consider myself to be a maharashtra boy uh, i am born here so you know i am a maharashtra boy you know it hurts it hurts when you see the fall of the shiv sena as someone who has you know hamari to yaar upbringing hi hui hamare liye to natural tha shiv sena bjp hamara to mind ye kehta tha shiv sena bjp natural hai ncp congress jo karte hain karte hain i to don't even hide my political leaning i am very open about my political leaning i am a bjp guy i have never hidden it but to see what has happened but now smita i want to look at the larger picture in the maharashtra landscape because i think people also don't understand about ncp now yes. i don't know how to say this but i'll still say this there is a misconception that ncp is, you know i think sometimes people present ncp to be way more powerful and relevant than it actually is i don't know how else to say it so i i was telling somebody a very senior editor from delhi called me yesterday and you know he said smita this you are the first person who told me this who was my ex my ex was actually in dna he said you you said this to me 20 years ago so and i continue to say this i have a feeling this howa 
of NCP is largely created by Lutians. <clears throat> they needed this big, big Chanakya-like figure they created of, uh, of Mr. Pawar. And if you look at Mr. Pawar's entire career, I don't have to say anything. The numbers are there. The fascination of Lutians for Sharad Pawar is I, it's, it's, it's unthinkable for me because this is a man who has ditched Congress, ditched Mrs. Gandhi, then come back with Mrs. Gandhi, then ditched, then came back expecting that he will get something in Delhi, then came back to Maharashtra. Is a very, very, uh, what can you say, very controversial role, you know, even during those that that submission or uh, the admission about those, those, those bomb blasts in Mumbai. He said he also created one more bomb blast to ensure that, you know, there, has, there was no communal struggle. Then formed his own party and has always come to power by taking the help of the Congress, but always giving Congress a bad deal. So I have never understood this. Maharashtra is essentially the god of Congress. Till almost, I would say, there was a small gap, 1995 to 1999. But throughout, and we have had great leaders from Yashwantra Then we had Vasandada Patil. We had, of course, power in and out, in and out. Then we also had, in the second rank, we had... Uh, Vilasrao Deshmukh, we had Ashok Savan, we had Sushil Kumar Shinde, we had Purtviraj Savan. So, yes, itna bada hone ke baad, eventually he has, the Congress has reduced itself today and the NCP has always come to power in Maharashtra taking the help of the Congress post-1999 also. So, uh, please educate me for a party whose highest ever uh, seats in Maharashtra, highest ever since its inception, has been 71 seats in a 288 assembly in 2004. You know, how can this person be called Chanakya? Uh, you know, I mean, it's beyond me. While, while I must say, you, you can give the Modi wave as, you know, as an, uh, this thing. But 2014, the BJP won 122 seats. And even in their highest success rate of the NCP, they have never crossed 71. And they have crossed the 70 mark only once in 2004. So, um, you know, it helps. It it it, it helps uh, New Delhi uh, Lutians to create this big hawa. But for Maharashtra, I always say that, you know, he's a kind of person who will, <clears throat> he, he, he will look at people. He has a history of, uh, you know, backstabbing his his own mentor people whom he has worked which you should people should listen to some interviews of Shalini Thai Patel post what happened uh, to Asandada Patel and see what what he did to the Congress it's beyond me to see that the these are the journalists who are close to the Congress party calling him some kind of a, a Chanakya it just baffles me and now what he is I would be surprised if uh, Mr. Uh, Pawar watches Uddhav Thakre losing MLA after MLA. You know, he actually, there is a very big statement he made, which is completely missed. He said that our the MBA's relationship with Shiv Sena for 2024 is yet to be decided. <laughs> he has already made his statements of Bhul Bhi Gaye Ho.
क्लासिक शरद शरद पवार क्लासिक शरद पवार जैसे मतलब बॉस किसने कोई ने किसी ने महाराष्ट्र में तो किसी ने पढ़ा नहीं है या क्या ही सेड दैट द डिसीजन टू रीनेम औरंगाबाद टू संभाजीनगर एंड उस्मानाबाद टू धाराशिव वॉज अ पर्सनल डिसीजन ऑफ उद्धव ठाकरे एमबीए हैज नथिंग टू डू विथ इट खत्म Uh, it's 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 insane what happens, but but uh, you know people. Uh, maybe also we can talk about what are the bases. Like Nana Patole is one of the you know one of the last big Congress leaders now left in Maharashtra. You know, I don't know what Nana Patole is thinking. To be very honest, the Congress is a large sinking ship. Like it is going down like this. It is not even going down like this. Congress is going down like this. Pan India. Totally, totally. Yeah, they are going down like this. So uh, so what do you what? Yeah, yeah. And what do you make of Nana Patole? Do you think Nana Patole ji is going to stay in Congress or he is going to hop, skip, and jump eventually into the BJP? See, I will tell you. Um, I don't know about Nana Patole individually, but if you see what is happening in Maharashtra in the last twenty-four hours, there are so many signals. But as expected, the Maharashtra media is always. I feel that everything is happening on Mars, and the Marathi media is on Venus. so today the big decision that ye usmanabad or and sambhajnagar hamara koi lena dena hi nahi hai isne kiya isne hame poocha hi nahi number 1 mr pawar is holding meetings of his party across his party units across maharashtra because mr pawar must be worried this wave of people joining eknath shinde must be a worrisome factor for mr pawar he would like to hold his own uh you know his unit together his party together so that is his concern the, the third thing which has happened very quietly which nobody has noticed there was a very small like a i would say like a um, advice given by ajit pawar to great mr aditya thakre that political parties should not play politics over mumbai metro the There is a cost escalation for line three. Ye aare aare, we should not get into because eventually, if the cost escalation goes beyond ten thousand crores, which has already gone, it is the people of people or commuters of Mumbai who are going to pay pay for it, and we will suffer, uh, you know, uh, uh, politically because of that. It's a very like a, it's a, it's a most shocking statement he has given, and last last but not the least, the entire Congress is also in a huddle. So, सबको सब अपने अपने लोगों पकड़ के बैठे पता नहीं क्या होने वाला है I won't be surprised if if people start leaving the Congress and the NCP not immediately but in the coming in the distance as we inch towards the the civic polls across Maharashtra there will be the second exodus. Yeah, it's very interesting. Also, how do you see the future of NCP right now with uh, Ajit Dada Pawar and uh... and sharad pawar and then you have supriya sulle so so how how does how does that uh, do you so see uh, shivasena happening there too going to be exactly like what happened to shivasena there will be a ajit dada faction and there will be a supriya sulle faction it is inevitable um it is inevitable so because i have a feeling that amongst all all of them you you know the person who actually held this government together as people give so much credit you know to mr pawar 
the actually the person who held this government together administratively was ajit pawar yeah that's a fact People nobody wants to talk about it i know many mlas you know who, who his first meeting of the day is around 6:30 in the morning you know that man works very very hard and especially when you have an absolutely non functional chief minister uh you know he was literally running the government he held this government together for whatever it's worth it and it there will be i am telling you today there will be a vertical split in the ncp so there is there are going to be lot of parties there going to be the which ncp will be the real ncp which shiv sena will be the real shiv sena and with the congress i'll tell you the entire leadership of the congress uh the mistake i would won't say mistake but look at the irony right from vasandada onwards every it, it these are big political dynasties whether it was vasan vasandada patel whether it was vilasrao deshmukh his children whether it was sushil kumar shinde his daughter whether it was uh, you know uh, kadam vishwajit kadam you know his father was the minister so all these are political dynasties in congress the congress is full of political dynasties in maharashtra and it's the second rank which is not been able to make any impact or take over imagine even in the presence of a deshmukh there is an amit deshmukh in politics there is a dhiraj deshmukh in politics there is a vishwajit kadam in politics there is uh, there is this uh, pranati shinde which is who is in politics but still not able to make any impact at this stage so for me it's it's an unbelief and you know even the way the government collapsed here not one statement from the gandhi siblings um, you know on what happened in maharashtra Uh, while the thakrees were going out of their way to you know please mrs gandhi and you know they they met her and all rahul gandhi and priyanka gandhi have been um, amazingly silent on the, in the last two and a half years also priyanka gandhi was in the heart of when eknath shinde was in uh, guwahati priyanka gandhi was in mumbai on a stopover on a flight to maldives but she did not find time to discuss the barat i mean your 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 government is collapsing in maharashtra but look at the complete lack of interest or concern this whole approach of the congress national leadership towards the what was what has happened or what's happening to the congress in maharashtra just baffles me kushal they've just given away yet another state you know yeah i think they just you know were I think the Gandhi sib, you know, the Gandhi siblings. Sometimes I wonder, unka case kaisa hai? Yeah. कि मम्मी बोल रही हैं कि जा बेटा काम कर. नहीं मम्मा मुझे नहीं करना. और वो बोलते नहीं बेटा जाके काम कर. नहीं मम्मा मुझे नहीं करना. It's actually come down to that. They just don't want to work, and I guess they're forced to do it. I don't know what it is with the Congress. I mean, it's just a tragic fall of this party Absolutely. and. And, and one state after the other, I see the same inevitable uh, result in Maharashtra. But let's assume again that people don't understand the politics of maharashtra which caste which religion uh, traditionally votes for which side of the uh, political aisle so so if if you could explain i guess the religion is not needed to be explained i mean obviously uh, 
Muslims historically and Christians historically are not going to vote for BJP Shiva Sena. So mm. they would go on one side that that's not I mean, I'm not saying anything communal. I'm just stating how the voting patterns are. I mean, it's not it is what it is. But in terms of the caste politics, if you could explain the caste politics of Maharashtra, oh, Maharashtra so that people will understand. Yeah, Maharashtra dominant caste in Maharashtra politics have been the Marathas. And in that also, the Kunabi Marathas, we used to, we call them, which are the dominant force. And they have literally ruled the state right from its inception. The BJP came and they countered, I think 2014 and 2019 also was, was you know, this the whole Western belt started shaking when the BJP made inroads. I think Western Maharashtra, if I'm not mistaken, there are around 70 seats. And the BJP literally entered and literally destroyed the hold of the Congress and the NCP. And the BJP's stronghold to counter the Maratha has always been the OBC Brahmin factor. The OBCs have really, you know, entered the big way in the faction. But I'll tell you what is happening now. It is the, the Muslim vote in metros. I would say the Mumbai Thane... Uh, uh, some part of the Konkan region is also towards now with the Shiv Sena. So, you know, I, I'm going to find it very, very interesting. I know, forget what really happened in the last 20 days. But I always was very interesting to know if the MVA fought the BJP in the civic polls, how are they, how they are going to have the seat distribution? Because technically, the MVA's entire vote share in terms of caste and religion is almost the same. They will yeah. be fighting for the same. The Hindu vote is gone. Uh, you know, the Hindu vote is totally out. So I was very much interested to know even now, you know, it would be interesting if the if the Uddhav Thakre faction and the NCP and the Congress, they, they go and fight this these coming elections together, it's going to be very, very interesting to note. But I must say one thing, credit has to be given. Literally, I must say credit has to be given to this extreme focused hard work and the election election management skills of Devendra Fadnavis to literally shake Western Maharashtra. I never actually thought in my life I would see the numbers I saw in 2014. Okay, 2014, you can still say Modi way, Modi way. But 2019 also. So that, you know, that whole Maratha belt, the way it is shaking. And Mr. Pawar, I personally would say, has never really, uh, you know, has has accepted it. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest thing which he always, uh, you know, you know, held it with that sense of pride that the Marathas are ruling. And you, I always felt that, uh, amongst all, you know, my, my differences when I see his kind of politics, but the the personal attacks, the the castist attacks on Fadnavis, because he is a Brahmin, um, you know, it it increased more and more. In fact, the viciousness of the the loss the loss of the Maratha stranglehold led to these extremely deep castist attacks on Fadnavis, and credit must be given. Fadnavis has never fallen to that trap. But this extremely vicious caste-based atmosphere is literally ruling Maharashtra since it, it was it was always bad, but from 2014, it's really worst. Yeah, and it's interesting because the only time the caste factor gets nullified in India 
as far as uh, hindus are concerned is when hindutva becomes the centri- centrifugal force of uh, discourse now how much do you think has the bjp now i don't know about what shiv sena we are talking about now ekna chinde shiv sena yes uh, hindutva is a factor now with the shiv sena of the thakres i don't know even if they are hindutva or not like they give mixed signals about that also so uh, do you think hindutva see hindutva what is hindutva as a movement hindutva as a movement fundamentally i always say this it is a three pronged battle against islamism uh, western imperialism and indic casteism it is a three pronged movement that fights against these three 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 you know hydra monsters where it tries to break down the caste factions also and it makes a united consolidated hindu front how much of the hindutva movement do you think has successfully uh, you know built itself to become politically relevant and now there will be a hindu vote bank not a maratha vote bank not a vanzara vote bank not a xyz vote bank they are just a hindutva vote bank they vote as hindutvavadis so i genuinely believe that the hindutva consolidation of votes happened in maharashtra in 2014 uh, there was a modi tsunami okay and i remember even you, you know you know since you are from mumbai you know i always say the sobo aunties uh, mm-hmm. i remember i was very much you know i was in the thick of uh, the election management the pr management and i remember on the day of the vote people would call me oh smita babe where is the lotus i said aunty there's no lotus in south mumbai there is bow and arrow but i don't want bow and arrow i want lotus i want to vote for modi you know so that was that the the hindutva consolidation of votes has happened in urban maharashtra in rural maharashtra i would say still there are pockets i would say western maharashtra parts of marathwada it has not happened but i would say that mumbai thane konkan vidarbha there certain parts of maharashtra where the consolidation of the hindu vote is very very high and it will grow further shiv sena tried to rock the boat and people were like they are the even the hardline uh, sena supporters you know who who are always you know emotionally tackled oh my god this great i call it the fake marathi asmita because i don't understand this marathi asmita constant marathi asmita and the thakre the bala saheb thakre evocation but they also said that but bala saheb thakre was hindu rudey samrat and what are we doing so this confused now there is clarity so what has happened in 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 this extremely peaceful political coup in maharashtra is the realignment of the ideologies the hindutva ideology the hindutva Uh, parties are together there is the non hindutva secular liberal parties which also has one party which is going to fight a lot for its ideology or for its future itself uthar thakre is fighting for his political future he may they may not admit it but it looks like even now because you cannot after a coup like this you cannot constantly insult and at the same time say please come back please come back please come back so that is going to happen but i always believe the hindutva ideology is strong never ever stronger in maharashtra it had a blip for two and a half years but the mistakes of the mva 
in fact strengthened the 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 hindutva ideology especially you know i'll tell you one thing this though people are not talking about it at the highest level the between the, i mean both the anil deshmukh case as well as the nawab malik case but the nawab malik case hurts maharashtra even bigger than the anil deshmukh case here is a man openly dealing with the daud uh, gang okay having financial relations with him having business relations with him uh, family connect or some some you know which is coming out so and then there is the the the, the blast the, the doubt evokes that kind of you know fe- feeling amongst uh, especially in mumbai and of course then the the 2611 you know still still an unsolved uh, uh, case for majority it's, it's, there's no closure for 2611 also so hindu the the nawab malik case even further emphasized the realignment of the hindutva forces in fact um, eknath shinde constantly has been mentioning it we cannot sit next to the people who are friends with daud in his speech in the assembly he said that so i'm i to feel there is for a voter for an ordinary voter in maharashtra wherever you are going to vote for the next municipal elections or the or 2024 there is tremendous clarity now the only person who is i would say would be shaking and god knows what is he going to do would be uddhav thakre he needs to show a lot of hard work and patience to rebuild his party okay uh one last question and then we'll get into the viewers question where do you see raj thakre now in this entire see in uh, recently in the past you know 2 3 months ago raj raj thakre was all out there uh hanuman chalisa bajegi ye hoga wo hoga and then you know he had you know he has his uh, yearly speech which 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 i have to say amongst oratory skills i would rate raj thakre right at the top he is one of the best orators and i'm not just saying his oratory in marathi people have not heard him speaking in hindi he is equally good in hindi he doesn't speak a lot in hindi for various reasons and i don't blame him for them but he is an excellent orator but suddenly everybody was like oh raj thakre is going to come up raj thakre is going to come up so where do you see raj thakre now is he going to be like in the eknath chinde shivsena camp or is the eknath chinde shivsena camp merging with raj thakre or is raj thakre going to be a player that comes yeah back and forth so just I, like you know as i come from a long raj thakre background you know as with him in college and i'm i've made his posters um you know from those days and i really to i once said that you know i would like to see as a, as your friend i would like to see you as a tripleist of maharashtra once but uh, there has been a lot of water under the bridge so um i would say that raj thakre started with a bang and uh, very similar i see what ha- what is happening now similar is what we saw uh, when raj thakre left and formed his own party and uh, and the same situation you know i i respect bala saheb but i don't trust these people around him and i don't trust their politics and you know whatever whatever very very it's like like it's a great sense of deja vu uh, this thing but raj thakre has struggled politically people who you know he contested in 2009 uh, the the, uh, the uh, elections and he had something like 12 13 uh, mlas with him those days but from then today he is struggling he is struggling politically and there is always this one feeling which we all get to see how much to what extent uddhav thakre banks on uh, sharad pawar 
I mean, somebody once said that he has literally outsourced Shiv Sena to the NCP. That Mr. Pawar takes all the decisions even for Shiv Sena. It reached that stage, you know, the thought process. And a very similar thing happened vis-a-vis -vis Raj Thakre, who needed some kind of a political, uh, you know, that he was in hibernation. And in the 2019 elections, he suddenly started talking uh, the, the Sharad Pawar language. He was the, Raj Thakre was the first one to endorse Mr. Modi when Mr. Modi was the CM of Gujarat. He was the first person who said, this man is going to make, he's going to change the destiny of India. He said that when he went, visited him. Then he went anti-Modi, major anti-Modi phase. In 2019, he was literally parroting what Sharad Pawar's position has been. Uh, this thing and now suddenly he is on this side so I think everybody uh, including diehard Hindutva supporters take Raj Thakre with a pinch of salt we would like to sit back and watch yes he does attract thousands and lakhs of supporters um, his his letter to um, you know Fadnavis after he became the deputy CM is one of the most heartfelt things I've read in recent times and he said sometimes in life you know you do all the hard work but yet you have to give up uh, but uh, you your future is bright and all that but yes Raj Thakre um, will Eknath Shinde align with Raj Thakre uh, very difficult because Eknath Shinde honestly doesn't need Raj Thakre uh, if, if, if there is the larger thing of realignment of the Hindutva forces this thing Let's see what would, would be the decision of Eknath Shinde vis-a-vis MNS during BMC elections. Uh, what really happens. But to, to be fair, Raj Thakre individually, very charismatic, but um, literally extremely politically weak at this stage. And that is really, really what counts. Even in even what Shiv Sena is today, um, despite all these people, it's still a stronger unit than what the MNS is. Yeah, I guess with Raj Sakre, the oratory attracts people, but it just doesn't convert into votes. That's, votes. I guess, what we can uh, conclude as far as that is concerned. All right, I'm going to start asking you questions. There are a few there. So... First one is by turning against BJP. Do you think Uddhav Thakre unknowingly has exposed a short, short way of earning a fake progressive secular credential, which might eventually be extremely harmful for them in the long run? No, but he doesn't think like that. In fact, you okay. So let me tell you how uh, I see parallels between the Congress party and what is happening with the Shiv Sena. The biggest problem uh, the Eknath Shinde group said. Sahib, we don't want to sit, go with Congress and the NCP. They, they, that, these, these are the parties against whom we fought our politics. We cannot sit next to them. Please get out of this alliance and form an alliance with the BJP. Now, the uh, Uddhav Thakri has never answered this question, which means that he genuinely believes, well, he has a right to believe. We will know eventually the proof of the pudding is in the eating. We will know in 2024 or even in the local ele uh, civic elections now. He genuinely believes that, that that is the future. He sees himself in the liberal, uh, left liberal, secular future of the party. And I, I, as I just said in this podcast that I believe he will rebrand Shiv Sena into uh, that mold. Uh, and he genuinely believes that that is the future. As much as, you know, like all these issues, which even the people, you know, this G23 who has left 
and they have been talking to the congress to rahul gandhi also about the the positioning of the party and also then rahul gandhi believes no no whatever we are doing is what we are doing is the best so you have two people who's who's uh, who supporters or his mps and mlas are telling them something else but they are sticking to their point of view uddhav thakre genuinely believes that the the secular liberal face of his is his party's future interesting or do you think uddhav thakre might try to take over ncp <laughs> I think the NCP will take over Uddhav Thakre. Yeah, I know. Jo I was just being, I just, I was just being tongue in cheek. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. So this is a good question. What is the Sena's view and equation with the RSS in Maharashtra? Is the if the Sena Shaka is as influential as uh, Smita describes it? How did the average Shivsenik let Shiv Sena of today, as in you know the image? coming out becomes so woke it is it's an absolute shocker and i can only give you a personal experience you know after the second lockdown and all when we started moving around i went to my local shakha and he's telling like you know it's like a gloom and doom uh, this thing that what the hell i said and this is where i came to know that the real work in mumbai during the you know our worst covid crisis highest number of deaths in our state we had the you know we had the you know the trains been shut down you know the heart and the soul and the artery and our veins is the suburban network that almost shut down for over 6 7 months can you imagine what we went through but all the hard work they admit was done by the rss i i want to go one step further in 2019 lok sabha elections i knew at least two sena leaders in mumbai they would lose their seats because they have been absentee and they never did any work it's their own election management because i was in the thick of the election management part where we saw the rss workers coming going from booth to booth and campaigning for these shiv sena mps who won their seats okay and let me tell you this woke nonsense it hurts them the most they will never say it because this woke nonsense is headed by the by by aditya thakre who's the you know the prince the later but it hurts the shiv sena the most and i'm telling you as we inch towards the civic elections especially in mumbai and thane uh, this thing this woke nonsense over the metro project will further lead to yeah. whatever split jo bhi hai abhi wo bhi usme jaane wala hai yeah i i i understand because they don't realize how much the metro is needed in mumbai so you know this uh, this question has been asked by two three people separately so what are the probabilities that bjp actually gobbles up the entire pro hindutva shiv sena itself eventually and eknath chinde also becomes a part of bjp and he becomes a large scale bjp shiv sena or you know something like um, what will i think is also somebody saying will eventually happen to nitish kumar in bihar also where bjp will gobble up them also yes but but uh, i have a feeling that uh, eknath chinde this is a difference i feel where we, uh, the eknath chinde style of politics whatever we saw so far is that eknath chinde is not questioning uh, the fact that the hindutva ideology or the hindutva face is narendra modi i mean eknath chinde is not questioning narendra modi the way uh, uddhav thakre is despite doing ab- absolutely no iota of any work 
the kind of stuff which Uddhav Thakare has said about Narendra Modi is shocking. You know, I can understand that he was unwell and all, but even, you know, not going and receiving, you may think, uh, you know, perception matters in politics, symbolism matters in politics. Imagine not going and receiving the prime minister, you know, and his son, who's also our, our you know, a big minister protocol and all those other things also, even he did not go many times. So the disrespect is shown. I won't be surprised. As I said, there is too much work cut out for the BJP Eknath Shinde Shivasena Alliance as of now. First, number one, they have to get Maharashtra on track. Ask any industry person, and I'm I cannot name them, but I will tell you a very big president of a chamber of commerce whom I met recently and interviewed him. He's told me we have gone back 15 years. So that is he he has to get back governance he has to get back investors yeah. he has to get back uh, i would say stability political as well as you know administrative stability and then of course mr shinde has to create his own party and there could be a situation where some of them may join the bjp it will be like a very i would say a fluid kind of an arrangement so he has a he knows that he has work cut out for him in the last two and a half years but i feel again this is my perception that new delhi feels that they can work with the shinde faction more effectively then the Uddha faction, because the Uddha faction was considered to be arrogant, considered to be opportunistic, considered to be, as I said, very woke. Okay. But Shinde is somebody who's showing mutual respect. So this is a similar face. Shinde and uh, uh, this one, uh, they call them the ED, Eknath Shinde and Fadnavis, could well bring that golden era of, let's say, a Manohar Joshi with Gopinath Munde or a Narayan Rane with Gopinath Munde. Okay, someone, has, someone has asked, do you think the Thakre brothers now coming together again? <laughs> no, they won't. Though I must say that in 2019, Raj Thakre was the way Raj Thakre was going, you know, and he was he was you know pinching the BJP. That is also the time when Uddhav Thakre was you know always trying to extract the maximum. Whenever elections would come, the Natak, you know, or we are Shiv Sena. So Mr. Amit Shah would visit Matushri. I don't know, Kushal, but you tell me whether Amit Shah has personally gone to the residents of a regional alliance partner so many times, um, you know, whether it is 2014, whether it is 2019, so many times and negotiated, negotiated, negotiated. I've never seen this. Amit Shah going to Matoshri is, I lost the number, amount of time it happened. So uh, I thought that 2019 was a, a possibility of them coming together. Um, I don't think Raj Thakare would even, you know, even try to do this now. Yep. I, I understand where you're coming from. Okay, so what will happen to the great Sanjay Raut? Do you think he has to take any of the blame to what has gone down? He is actually the the blame, you know. I mean, look at it, you know, if I was a Shiv Senek and I I have so many friends in Shiv Sena across the board, across the from the local guys to my friends in media or or, or in politics or even in uh, corporate and government. You know, imagine you know, you have a member of parliament who says, Main to Sharat Pawar ka admi hu. 
I was like, really? Would get up in the morning and talk. You know, it's like a, it's like a uh, every morning, evening, night sitting in one party but running the agenda of another party. So I always remember this, and I wrote about, I tweeted about it also that when Raj Thakre eventually left Shiv Sena, he uh, amongst the people he blamed who created the biggest divide between him and Uddhav Thakre was Sanjay Raut. The cynics. Sanjay Raut literally survived that day. I must tell you, and we were—I was very much there. The cynics went on rampage on both sides. His—he—he—he he, he had a green color Skoda. I remember, which Skoda was burnt by the cynics at Shivaji at uh, Shivaji Park. And we watched the whole thing. I was in Raj Thakre's house in his balcony, and we were watching. And I looked at him, and I said, "He sent me." I can't stop it. So he survived that that extremely violent, uh, you know, separation, which is like a family separation those days. And I am surprised that you know he is trying to instigate and say nasty things uh, against the Eknath Shinde camp. But uh, cynics are maintaining tremendous. They all know the damage he has done. They all wonder what is his biggest agenda. Staying very much in Shiv Sena and running the NCP, uh, this thing and talking absolute garbage, absolute gibberish. You know, attacking these. I think the insults and the attacks on the on the Ekna Chinde camp. And have you noticed one thing? There has not been a single, uh, you know, negative uh, or any nasty statement from the Ekna Chinde camp. Not even one. They even. I was shocked when the Eknath Shinde, this government, the spokesperson, his name is Deepak Kesarkar, a very, very respected MLA. He always refers to even Aditya Thakre as Aditya Thakre Sahib. I mean, seriously, but there must be a strategy that they are maintaining the low profile because they know that the battle is just begun. There's a long, there's a journey is very long. So, so this is a hypothetical scenario drawn by a viewer. The viewer says, let's say in 2024, NCP Congress, Uddhav win and NCP Congress have more seats than Uddhav. Will they still make Uddhav the CM? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's, it's out of question. But I also want to tell you, you know, um, whenever with, with various uh, people when I meet, like, you know, it's like the way he, when the breakup happened, the way it was projected, it was it was Mr. Amit Shah who has gone back to his word. That it was Amit Shah who promised Uddhav Thakre to become the CM. He had promised and now going back to his word. Okay, you became the, uh, you know, you formed the MBA, you became the chief minister. But what did you do? Mr. Thakre never went to work. Forget, forget uh, uh, COVID first lockdown and forget his surgery, his black surgery. But beyond that, Mr. Thakre never went to work. So I don't understand. You break a, a, a long ideological partner of almost 30 years and you go on the other side to become the CM, then you could have shown Maharashtra, listen, I wanted to be the CM. I'm going to take the state in this direction. Never happened. What was the deal the Shiv Sena got at the end of it? Was a bad deal. Home is not with you. Finance is not with you. You have one or two ministries. Okay, you can say that PWD and MMRDA it was with you. But beyond that, what? Seriously. So the only 
and ensured that the son got a minister the first time mla became a minister so people see this you know i remember one day he went to his own office like a visitor the chief secretary of maharashtra comes down the steps and receives the chief minister in his own office it's something which is i don't even think that he he himself realized the damage he was doing i kushal i went myself once on in in mantralay which is the head of our administrative you know center of maharashtra politics and i went into the sixth floor where the chief minister sits and there was nobody it was deserted and i asked you know the the, the local peons you know who used to always give us all this because during fadnavis's time there was no place to stand itna crowd he was busy from morning to night that man worked like crazy you know literally and here there is nobody and that shows you know that's the message goes to the bureaucracy boss is not present however you may try to spin it that went against him completely so absolutely not there is no question of him uh, um, asking for any position now i think the focus of him should be now to rebuild his party so that he remains a party of some relevance that mr pawar continues to then have faith in him because imagine the scenario if mr pawar loses interest in the uddhav thakre faction fir kya hoga unka yeah so now you just mentioned pawar so there is a question on another pawar so this person has asked ajit pawar has been pushing for soft hindutva for a long time wanted to have bhagwa flags at rallies and 2019 oath with bjp will we see the shivasena and ncp switching positions in future post sharad pawar era ah that's a good idea <laughs> but post sharad pawar era will be where i genuinely believe that the ncp will you know will 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 try to move away from this Uh, you know left 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 liberal liberal pro and it's a it's a cocktail i feel it's left it's liberal it's progressive and we don't know what the hell is happening in all this and i am 100% sure as somebody who works you know mr ajit pawar is somebody who who's the kind of a politician who will get up in the morning and he wants to go to work you know so i am i was i'm i was not at all surprised that there was some kind of a synergy between him and um uh, devendra fadnavis because devendra fadnavis comes from that school of thought you know i mean he he is a hardcore administrator with 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 absolute respect across the board i mean officer is officers who work with him literally want to like stick with him the kind of work he is doing so i'm i'm not, i was not at all surprised that this this early morning thing happened but um, let's see what happens to the ncp post mr pawar will it be also a silent smooth uh, coup we don't know yeah well i think uh, so okay two last questions and then we'll wrap it up so one is uh, uh, you know what is what do you think is the future of hindutva politics in general because most people don't realize like neo ambedkarite politics in maharashtra is also a very big thing like people yeah. don't realize that neo ambedkarism people are associate neo ambedkarism only with dravidian politics in tamil nadu they don't realize neo ambedkarism is very much a thing in maharashtra in fact the area from where i am is like the god of uh, all, all all things like i am from chembur right so 
chamber has a huge faction of new ambedkarism and uh, stuff like that so uh, do you think uh, hindutva will eventually in maharashtra will also i think hindutva is capable of taking a huge chunk of the new ambedkarite element also in, at a personal level and the next question was what is your prediction for bmc election this time so second question first i would say that um, in the coming days uh, uh, you know we will definitely uh, it's already happening in the other uh, uh, corporations but the the wave will come once we have this you know thoda sa ye uh, these hundred the, the several petitions in the supreme court which according to me it's inconsequential but once this supreme court battle settles down we will know um, you know as it is and actually we are seeing the end of shiv sena in mumbai and i predicted it actually i predicted it in 20 in the last polls in 2017 polls itself where really the you know the quality of life this is a city you know why people used to come to mumbai people is a oh spirit of mumbai let me be brutally honest with there is no such thing as spirit of mumbai this is a city where you have to come they respect the fact that you are extremely professional and hard working okay and you get rewarded for that irrespective of your caste creed gender religion or whatever okay and the second thing before everybody came into the picture we had the best connectivity in terms of uh, suburban network okay you could live two and two hours away and you can still come to work do your work and go back two hours later you know so we we had it much before everybody had the metro either udar that way now both these system is both these systems are shaking because of extremely you know like our, our, we have absolutely no civic infrastructure we we are still surviving what the british left for us and we have had created nothing in the last 30 years so the so always we th- i thought that we are seeing the beginning of the end and i think these this election will show the beginning of the end and um, i genuinely i i had a little uh, what can you see i had a little chat recently i met Amit Malviya was in Mumbai, and some of the people I met him, and I said, you know what? All you need—I'm not even talking about the BJP. You need to show the people of Mumbai an alternative um, vision for this city. Let's say 2030, uh, and people are so fed up. People are so fed up that people will vote en masse. And I think even if the BJP would have gone solo. they would have they would have nailed the bmc now the bjp is even more in a very stronger position and let me tell you ncp has no stake in the bmc ncp has no stake in mumbai so for me ncp is out it's the congress which still has some stake in the bmc mm-hmm. so the real battle is going to be between the B, the bjp eknath shinde versus the congress and the um, and the uddhav thakre faction because i remember till a year ago almost 6 7 months ago the congress realized that you know what pawar uh, uh, and shivsena were doing the congress at some point was also thinking of going solo uh, in the bmc it's going to be like a it's it's going to be absolutely fascinating but i also want to tell you that the bmc elections for us will be a window to what is what should we expect in 2024 it's like a curtain raiser Yeah, fair enough. I I I I hear you. Uh, 
well you know every rainy season uh, we give moon ka tourism on bombay roads itself we say kai ko moon tak jana hai moon landing hum bombay mein karke batate hain itne bade bade khadde hum create karte hain aapke liye so luckily right now i'm there not there uh, i've called uh, friends and family there like and like khadde are back itne bade bade khadde ho gaye hain har jagah so i don't know Yeah, I don't know what to do. Anyways, uh, Smita, uh, I guess uh, we'll wrap today's discussion up. But before we wrap it up, any last words uh, that you want to say before we? Yeah, I, I, I feel that uh, you know that of course people are looking at Maharashtra wherever I go. People are looking at us. What's happening? What's happening? How many days are going on? But I have a feeling that this is if this. रीजनल family owned uh, you know company has collapsed it's completely it is giving out signals if i was a congress or if i was uh, you know uh, uh, any other regional party with so many family members i would be really worried uh, to see what the hell is happening and if when it, when it will all come down as i said like a literally like a pack of cards without even one uh, you know one slogan been raised people are shifting from you know one one position to the other position it's a huge signal and you know i don't know but i think mr modi in his last speech where he spoke you know so this thing about the damage of these these dynasty led political parties are doing to the indian political landscape and democracy at large you know some somewhere down the line i think he predicted it much before and the shiv sena breaking up will have impact it's not just what has happened regionally in a in a state but this is a very important state it is the engine of growth of this country which is now hopefully is back on track and um, it 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 has a pan india impact i mean every every family owned political party must be watching what really is happening and how little it took how little it took I I wonder whether just my life, whether the G twenty three is having a smile on their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, we we'll see. I I totally agree with you. I think Maharashtra is is a very important state for the growth story of India. Mumbai as a city is a very important city for the growth story of India. So we need uh, we need Mumbai and Maharashtra to prosper if we want India to prosper because there is no India story without a Maharashtra story whether people like it or not that's the reality we are the original industrialized state of india we are the big boys when it comes to the economy of india when i say we as in because i am a native of maharashtra so i consider myself to be that guy uh, uh, and you know i hope that this current uh, political uh, shenanigan comes to an end and you know people can govern and we can all move on uh smita it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you uh, i i hope to have many more such conversations with you in the future too thanks. and thanks for coming thanks for calling me kushal this was really nice thank you guys
All right, guys, we'll, guys, we'll wrap today's discussion up. So in the description of the podcast, whether you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever, or you're watching this on YouTube right now, you will find Smitha's Twitter handle in the description. You can go and follow her on Twitter. She's a fun follow. Also, if you want to support the Charvak podcast, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave your comments. If you disagree, even then, leave your comments over there. And please become a member on YouTube or on Patreon. You can buy the merch on my website or on Kadak merch or you can send your donations to upi i will see you guys next time until then take care bye bye